go. What's up, everybody? What's up? I felt like I was gonna go into gonna go into like a Waluigi. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Mario. <all> right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome, listeners. Uh, let's get ready to ramble. This is midday <laughs> ramblings with Q. A podcast subseries hosted by the Untitled Fan Life Project, which is Caleb and Amy on the other That's end. That's us. Of, yeah. Cusick, you always there. make it sound like so official, like sub host with words like sub hosted and things like that. Sub hosted. Or I, I mean, or what did I say? I don't think I said sub hosted. What did I say? Sub, uh, or yeah, sub hosted by your podcast. Because yes. I don't like run my own podcast you guys have invited me to essentially host a sub series on your existing okay. are you hosting I though know. i mean or i don't know i don't or i don't know if he I'm acts hosting, like he hosts i mean we jokingly well, it's ramblings with q it's i'm i'm the feature in the name of the of the sub series it is like its own it's not its own sub series it's like its own series essentially it's almost its own right. podcast compared yeah. to all, all right. of our other yeah. podcasts Maybe we should make it right, that one well, day eventually. <laughs> yeah, it has well, a life of one, its own. Yeah. That's true. All right, well, instead of just rambling about what this podcast <laughs> is, we should ramble about the subject today, which uh, we've already talked about Rick and Morty Season 1, but we're moving on to Rick and Morty Season 2, and this podcast started with talking about the Midnight Gospel, so you know we love some funny and trippy cartoon shit. <laughs> definitely love some cartoons here yeah we do actually watch a decent amount of cartoons if you really think about it <clears throat> some people do not like adult cartoons yeah they just can't get into them for whatever reason which you know that's fine i understand but, it like like i'm picky about my adult cartoons yeah i'm not gonna like like there's some that i even just yeah. like see once and i'm like i would never watch that but some intrigue me just once you based a book on its cover you can just tell you can just tell what adult cartoons the, like which I'm one king of the like. hill yeah that's one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really i like king of the hill you're, i didn't say anything about you me. here i was talking about me that's that's fair yeah why'd you that's take fair. that so personal cusick so, yeah oh, it's okay it's very I like personal. King of the hill. what's what's like another cartoon you've seen that you're like i'm not gonna watch that or you guys um, never watch like animes like no. Ca- no cowboy bebop or uh full metal alchemist no. brotherhood no uh those, those are great shows nope yeah don't really i don't want to ever discount animes in my watching repertoire eventually but they do not interest me right now currently rick and morty season two interests me <laughs> see what i did there guys <laughs> see what i did there brought nice. i brought it back we should talk about rick and Good morty job. season two yeah, so we did or, season. Or, we did or se- Bojack Horseman. <laughs> oh, music! Don't no. tempt me. Next podcast. So we did All season right. one a while back, like a very while back, um, and it's not that it's taken us this long to watch season two. We probably had season two rewatched within like a week and a half of the season one podcast. <laughs> but. Yeah. You know, sometimes good things just take time. Well, I think we've also had enough time to go back and rewatch, rewatch season two before (laughs) we were going to record this podcast again, probably like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually, 
yeah, I've, I rewatched season two, I don't know how many months ago, but I had watched it right after we did the season one podcast, and then I watched season two again, <laughs> like six six months later. When we were getting we ready we were to do this podcast. Yes. Record it, and then we didn't do it again. <laughs> Now we're now we're finally doing it. I mean, honestly, Anyways, we're yeah, so we're... far along at this point. I thought that I, I honestly would like another rewatch of season two at this moment, but I knew that if I said that, we would never get around to recording this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, and I'm just gonna have to yeah. go. That I've seen season two a lot. I've yeah. seen season one and two of Rick and Morty seen... a whole lot. Yeah, so I just gotta seen... shut up and talk about them now. Does that make sense? Show <laughs> me what you know. Shut up and talk. Show about me them. what you show me what you know. <laughs> um, Good one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. I, I kind of agree. I have to admit, if this had been season three, which I do love season three, I don't feel like I've seen Don't get ahead of yourself, Cusick. We're talking about season two here, not season three. And you're talking about season three. I'm just saying if we'd gotten to, if we'd gotten to this point today on season three, I probably would have been like, no, I need to rewatch it one more time. But season two, I've seen enough that even though I haven't seen it recently, I can look up the episodes and be like, okay. I, I know season two pretty well. Um, and season two opens right where season one uh, ends, which is, you know, them freezing time uh, so they can clean up the house. And I, th- I don't remember. I think they froze time for like three to six months or something, they say in the episode, however long it is. Still forgot um, to put they, that mattress under the neighbor, though, who was falling the neighbor, off the house. Which I believe they do f- configure was Summer's job. Yes. So Summer, Summer, and then, Summer dropped the ball. Uh, Morty puts Jerry's shirt on inside out or backwards. Backwards. <laughs> and that's like, yeah. why is your shirt on backwards? And he just like, he just oh, assumes it was his yes, own. Fuck yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was cool how this episode opened literally trailing the season one finale. Just like a perfect lead in. That was an interesting. Interesting well, little take. That's one of my favorite well, things season, about Rick and Morty is yeah. kind of how the narrative like progresses. Unlike a car- another adult cartoon that we like, such as Family Guy, uh, like no episode really builds on the next in terms of like character narratives. They always just kind of like start fresh. I know there's a few little trilogies that go on, but like <laughs> <Trilogies>. <laughs> within within the like overall show. But Rick and Morty's like character narratives narratives really just keep on. Well, they definitely developing, do. yeah. And they and well, they like yeah, play, but, and then they play the comedy, it, like the main storylines off of those. That that's true. I will say, normally, I I feel like normally the first and last episodes are like the main Rick and Morty, but you technically, you know, the fun. Th- well, you can consider it fun. You can consider it annoying. I like this aspect. The rest of the season, you often don't know if you're actually watching your Rick and Morty or a different Rick and Morty. Like there's a there's infinite Rick and Mortys that you could be watching. But the sh- and it's like yeah. the show, the main Rick and Morty of the show, which I believe is what like C one thirty seven, I think, or yeah. something like that, <laughs> is the dimension that just to pull a to, random it, number out of my head. Those are like our Rick and Mortys. We're like responsible yeah. for those Rick and Mortys. Yeah, but we don't know if they're still in dimension one thirty C one thirty seven. They're probably not. But it, it doesn't even matter. It's all that's all crazy out there. The point, yeah, getting to. I think because season one to two and two to three, at least, definitely pick up right where they leave off. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of seasons do that. I mean, there's only yeah. been five, and we haven't seen season five yet. So I think the first four seasons do that. And, uh, yeah, this episode, 
also ends with one of the few times, I think you maybe see it happen once, or maybe once or twice in season one, but you see, like, Rick genuinely care about Morty because he sacrificed, or, like, there's 64 of him, or 128 of him. I don't remember how many there are at the end. I think it's 64, but maybe it's... Do you remember how many are at the end? I'm going to say 64. Uh, I don't, I don't think it matters. It probably doesn't matter. But one of, <laughs> one of, one of, one of the Ricks has to sacrifice himself. I think Morty does mention it. Morty's like, Morty. I think one Rick and... Yeah. I don't know. However many going. there. Yeah, one out yeah. of 64. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love um, that weird gun creature named Rick. Or Chris. No, Chris. Isn't that pa- uh, played by Jordan Peele? Well, Key and Peel are like the two time monsters, but there's a point where he like pulls out this like slug gun or oh, something. Oh, his gun! That's like yes. really weird. Yeah, his <laughs> the gun. slug monster's gun. And the, yeah, and then Rick grabs it and is just like, "Ooh, gross!" and drops it, and like it goes into the street. He's like, "Chris!" Yeah, and he gets run over by a car. <laughs> his gun was like a character. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. This episode is good. It's a good beginning to season two. Of Rick and Morty, and kind of one of the only times they deal with time, though it's not about time travel, because they do yes, not want to yes. touch upon that, apparently. But yeah. this is about just really getting into, like, splitting yeah. the dimensions, like how many of yous can exist at once. <laughs> if, it opens that <laughs> yeah. door yeah, yeah, if yeah. you let it. Opens that door. And also, you know, anytime they're unsure, like uncertainty creates more universes. So they also have to like learn how to be more certain about their decisions. Yes. I think that's my, this one, my favorite part about the whole episode is like the little subtleties of when they first start splitting their time into like two and four different areas. Yeah. The like the Ricks are always synced up, but then like the Summer and Mortys Mm -hmm. are either in just in opposite spots, but saying like different like what the other person was saying in the other timeline <laughs> or just yeah, like yeah. slightly off in certain ways. But, uh, the Rick stayed synced up until when he's about to put them all together. And Morty makes that little jab at him when, uh, yeah. Rick's like, I'm always right. And Morty goes always drunk or one of the four Morty's does. <laughs> one of the four and that Rick goes, says, what did yeah. you say? <laughs> and then that really sends him down a dark hole. But the, just like all the little subtleties of like the, they're all the same time or they're in no time. But there's just little tiny differences between each of the, <laughs> I don't even know what to call them, the cubicles of time they're in. Yeah. <laughs> or of no time. <laughs> but yeah, the the creators have said they're never going to do time travel technically, but they have had episodes where time is either frozen or there's other dimensions where time moves faster or slower than the regular Earth dimension, I guess. Well, yeah, because they come out, for, they froze time for like yeah. six months, mm-hmm. but yeah, they don't time travel at all. Yeah, there's a difference. There <laughs> is a difference. There is a difference. Well, I mean, I, I was, I'm, I'm watching season five right now, so we're staying on season two, so I'm going to stick with it. But there is an episode where there's a dimensional portal where time moves faster than the regular so we're talking about season five time. now. You've talked about season three and season five <laughs> on our season two episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about all the seasons, man. <laughs> okay, so episode two, Morty Night Run. Oh yeah, good night, um, Moon Men. Yeah. Uh, with um. Gearhead. Uh, Flight of the Flight of the Concords. Oh, and Gearhead, yeah. Uh, no, the actor Jermaine Clement. Uh, he's a New Zealander 
from, uh, and he's in Flight of the Concords, which was a comedy series on HBO. Anyways, he's a funny dude, and he's the one that uh, plays the gaseous being that... Uh, Fart. Cr- oh, Fart. Wait, I what's, like what's his name? name? Michael? Fart. My, the, the assassin... Oh, yeah, Fart becomes his name, oh, but the assassin, the assa- uh, Michael... Here we go, kill it again. Uh, what's his name? Shit. Isn't it Michael? No, uh, Michael. Crombopulous Michael. Crombopulous Michael. Yes, the assassin. Oh, here I go, killing again. Yes. Uh, he's the assassin, and yeah, Morty stops him, and uh, that's also... Um, <laughs> oh, that's the episode with uh the video game dale is that what it's called dale where you just play a guy's life no. oh, oh blitz and chips is that what you're talking about when yeah. they play it? no i think it's called roy or roy that's it roy um is also in this episode i'm pretty sure right this is the roy episode is that I well i th- <sighs> I can't remember. I oh, I think you're is. right. Because this, the whole kind of like point premise of this episode is that like Morty's trying to do something right, but Rick is like, like one, you can't judge one action by its goodness or its badness because that one action will have a series of like chain yes. events. And so, exactly. Like he, yeah, he sells a gun. Morty catches him like selling weapons to Crumbopulous Michael. and then they like go that's how they meet fart because he was one of the targets of crumbopulous and so morty kills the assassin to save fart morty morty tracks him down and saves him rick just wants to stay at blitz Blitz and chips Chips yes that's right to play roy and other various things yes (laughs) (laughs) and then morty ends up like killing so many more people than if he had just let C C M as we'll call him. Fabulous, uh, <laughs> Michael. You yeah. have to keep saying. <laughs> no, I don't want to keep yeah. saying it. <laughs> then if he had just Michael. let fart shoot, I mean, get fart get killed by C M. Fabulous, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> then none good. of that would. But all the yeah, all the gear people that die and all the other innocent bystanders that die just so um, he can. Uh, just to try to save Fart, and then it turns out Fart is going to go back to his dimension and destroy their world. Yeah, he was uh, going to—he was going to like erase humans because they were. A, yeah, they—they they were a, or at least he believed they were a more highly evolved um, race of beings and carbon based life forms should cease to exist (laughs) i mean he was also kind of a drug whatever he is because he does trip morty out at one point remember when he sings the whole goodbye moon man song fart like floats over morty's head and like trips him out they have like a moment yeah they like they're flying through space together well yeah but i thought that was just a fun visual for the viewer you're saying like morty's actually tripping and having those visuals yeah why not I mean, he can be. I, I never just, asked that I question, but that. yeah, I kind of assumed what Amy was doing. I never read it that way because at the very oh, end... What about watching? Asked, <laughs> well, at the, very end, he asks, <laughs> at the very end, he asks Fart to sing one last time for him so that he can shoot him. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe he was tripping out. Well, I sure, he was tripping out. Actually, tripping I think out. this is one of the weakest episodes of season two, in my opinion. Well, I think it has. I think every episode in season two has memorable moments, but the storylines aren't always um, as strong. Like I think. Well, I just love. The, I, th- I love uh, the Jerry daycare in this episode. 
Like, I think that's oh, one that's of my right. favorite Jerry concepts daycare. that they come up with in the show is the Jerry Daycare. And you're right. That's yes, this episode. That is. I mean, all the routes that they take that, but I especially love when, like, Beth, <laughs> like Beth is wanting to watch TV with Jerry and he, like, comments on Jerry. The- yeah. <laughs> And he comments yeah. on, like, the... The factory tent setting is always yes. too high. Yes, <laughs> She's like, you can even adjust the picture settings tonight. Yes. And, like, three of the Jerry's are like, the factory tent setting is always too high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also love it when at least our Jerry, like, tries to figure out how to get out, and then he finally just leaves. And yeah. And the person's like, yeah, that was always that allowed. Was always yes. like, okay, I'm leaving. He's like, okay, that was always allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite things in that one. Yeah, that, that is really that's good. That's great. But next great. episode. That's the best part of the, the yeah, episode. Yeah, auto, uh, auto-erotic rixfixiation? Yes. What's it called? Auto-erotic assimilation. One... Yes, I will say probably the second weakest episode of the season, in my opinion. I'm just giving some hard Are we ranking? Right oh, wow. No, we're not ranking. I just wow. think, so season one and season two of Rick and Morty are kind of just like legendary. Like those are <laughs> the seasons of Rick and Morty. See, season two is legendary. I think one of the weakest episodes is the second to last one, the Purge episode. Yeah, we'll get to that one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, I, I think just think that's one of the like These two, and yeah, I, I think I agree with you, but are just like a, a, a step down from... A big step down from all the others. I mean, this is the one with Unity, right? Yes. This is okay, the one with Unity. Okay, so I do love just, like, the idea at the writer's table of, like, we should do an episode where Rick, like, used to date this planet. Just like that. Well, that's enough. That's well, season he used four. to date. he used to date a hive mind, and the hive mind has taken over an entire planet, but when they used to date... Uh, I think she'd only taken over a colony okay. at that point. Well, later Rick does fuck a planet. Yeah, remember? and they it or has they think kids. He, yeah, yeah, that's and season then, four. But okay, look look who's jumping ahead to season four now. <laughs> and then okay. he fights a god. Yelling. I'm gonna keep talking about season four, Keezy. You were just talking about the wrong seasons, three and five. Okay, but sorry. just the story, like the base storyline for this one on paper, sounds really funny. Um, but yeah, the episode's well, kind th- of a take it for me. I, I, I think the Rick stuff is not necessarily, or it's kind of funny, and it's interesting to see like Rick's rom- like how Rick, <laughs> his unhealthy romantic relationships post his, I guess, dead wife that we still don't know much about. Go, son, go, go, son, um, go. Yeah, but I think the, <laughs> I think the funniest. Yeah. I think the funniest thing is summer being like oh this is a hive mind this is terrible these people should be free and then once she starts freeing people from unity they all turn out to be racist because they have different types of nipples (laughs) and they're like nipple war or like race war or like whatever it is yeah Um, and summer's like can't you see you're all the same and and morty's like oh summer first race war (laughs) that's like the best line in this one but it's funny that basically at the beginning, like Summer is anti hive mind and Rick uh, is very uh, pro hive mind. Uh, and I guess at the end, Rick doesn't really change on that. It, you know, they he and Unity don't work out, and uh, I think she hooks up with Beta Seven at the end. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but um, but yeah, Summer's whole like 
oh, the hive mind is wrong. Freedom is the most important thing. But then as she frees people from the hive mind, they've actually become yes. more violent and more racist and, and, and more prone to be judgmental. It's kind of like a... And she realizes it was better that people didn't have uh, their own autonomous thinking, which I'm not saying that that's the point of the episode. I don't think it is. But I just think it's summer, summer's um, journey through that episode, I think, is the funniest bit is summer dealing with all that yeah i mean that yeah so that storyline and then the the beth and jerry storyline being this is just like kind of like annoying where they're just what is jerry what, uh finds that here's that noise in the hatch and they're pretty oh, much it's pretty much just talking. a non-stop argument between them two so more just kind yeah. of like character narrative development here because they're eventually gonna spoiler alert break up or split up <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, but so yeah. Yeah. That that basically the payoff is just the bug finally, or the giant worm, or whatever it is, getting the translator and like yelling at them <laughs> and telling them how terrible their relationship is. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's not one of the strongest bits. Yeah. Just kind of shows that their relationship is not doing great. Um, uh, uh, what's what? Okay, next episode is the one with all the parasites. Yes, right? the mem- yes. memory parasites. Yes, this is where Rick and Morty season two takes off <laughs> <laughs> and gets so. This good. is where like I sometimes have inspiration for like a random Rick and Morty tattoo, like a real deep track one, like something that you only you know have if a you know of characters here to choose from like and the yes with, i always think i'm probably gonna body, like but a short neck and <laughs> yes <laughs> i always think i'm gonna choose someone from here like ghost in a jar i think would be a good one yes and i w- i've said photography raptor for a while I think okay that would everyone be go too. around and give your top three <laughs> non-real characters that were in this episode <laughs> um i just love the point where Pencilvester is like Rick. You can't kill a guy with a, as cool of a name as Pencilvester, and he's like, "You're right, Morty. <laughs> kill Pencilvester yeah. for me." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Pencilvester is pretty great. I'm um, walking here. I'm walking here. Uh. Beauregard. I don't know what's. Mr. Beauregard, the Mr. butler. Beauregard. I mean, Marmalade I kind of like the, the Velociraptor uh, photographer. Yes. Yeah. I Photog- thought Caleb yeah. might like him. Takes after his profession. So. Yeah. Uh, I really um, shoot. Um, I like Summer's Unicorn. The one that floats and shoots yeah, rainbows at its butt. What is it, Sprinkles? I love the little, yeah. like, rap. Oh, Sprinkles, yes. yeah. Sprinkles and summer, friends and each other. It's like a little bop. But then it like goes into like a rap. Yes, it does. Sleepy Gary. Jerry really likes Sleepy Gary. Sleepy Gary is Sleepy Gary. Sleepy Gary is definitely one of the. Dang it! I know. That's what I said. Sleepy Gary. He's like one of the funniest. That's one of the funniest bits, like Jerry actually being gay, and once they're like destroying all the parasites, he yeah. just like he's like, "Give, take me back, to, or uh, send me back to Gary." And he's like, "I'm a parasite," and they're like, "Yeah, you are a parasite, but not the kind we're looking for." <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- I mean, this is also the episode where we get introduced to Mister Poopy Butthole for the first time, guys. <laughs> that is iconic true. character throughout iconic. the Rick and Morty. Mister Poopy Butthole. <laughs> I mean, he's Can't at he's do. at the dinner table with them. Right when the show opens, right? <laughs> Along with uh, Rick's 
who was it? Who do they shoot first? He's like their uncle or something. Don't they shoot? Oh yeah, they're oh, with it's the like Jerry's brother, and Mr. right? Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah. Well, we think Jerry's brother. Because then they come yes. back to the table at, at the end after having weeded out all the parasites, and uh, which is one of my favorite parts once they figure out how <laughs> how to tell who's a parasite and who's not a parasite and you get those moments yeah. where they're all like killing the parasites and then they'll the like you know summer will come across morty and mm-hmm. they'll both be like wait is this person real and they'll have like a flashback memory <laughs> which is those memories are some of my favorite moments well here's uh an- another funny thing is like during the theme song they also write or uh, like draw mr poopy butthole in every scene in the intro yes and that's the only episode where they do that, which begs to question: Is this episode a non C one thirty seven Rick and Morty episode? Because it implies that Mister Poopy Butthole is real and he's always been there, <laughs> but the one the Rick and Morty that we normally watch doesn't seem to have the same relationship to Mister Poopy Butthole, even though they maybe have a relation relationship with a Mister Poopy Butthole. <laughs> With a Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> the. Not the Mr. Poopy. I, anyways. Well, it all comes back to up. them at the dinner table, and then Beth starts having some serious second second guesses about whether Mr. Poopy Butthole is a parasite or not, and ends up shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's move swiftly to the next episode and Ooh, get swiftly swish- yeah. into the next episode. Oh, yeah. I missed a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bulldog. This is just random. I don't really ha- have any other word to describe the episode as a whole. It was one of my first favorite episodes I remember. I feel like this is one of the first Rick and Morty episodes I ever saw. I know the first one I ever saw was the second episode from season one where the dogs be- become dog. sentient. Yes, and uh, scary Brandon, bitch. Oh, yeah, bitch. bitch. Now we're talking about season one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You gotta stay on, but, uh, stay on well, target. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, before I saw all of season one, I had seen this episode just randomly. It's a good um, episode. Yeah. Good music in this it's, episode. It is. It is a very good one. Soundtrack's um, really good. <laughs> great soundtrack. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Justin Roiland, who does the voice of Rick and Morty, just had done all these random demos for like a video game, or I don't know what he did, and they just had all these leftover weird music demos that he had done for this project. Oh, that's and where I it came the, from? Yeah, and I guess the writers like listened to some of them and just like they cracked them up and they're just like, we got to utilize this somehow. <laughs> so they kind of... They kind of, I, as I understand it, at least constructed this episode like just around Justin Roiland's funny recordings that he had. So the um, the Get Swifty song, and then the song at the end, uh, Head Banover, raise the raise the pastoria, raise the pastoria. I think I'm pretty sure both both of those were like pre-recorded before this episode was ever planned. Hmm. And um, what a fun fact! The the episode was like written around just these funny recordings that Justin Roiland had done. That is pretty. Yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. Well, I feel like we always cube. Yeah, iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. Water tea. I am water. (laughs) (laughs) Alpha (laughs) betrium. 
<laughs> Alpha Peach. I just feel time like time to crunch the numbers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing a good iced tea impression here, guys? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, even I just always say, "Show me what you got." Do we say that? Show Obviously, from this episode. You. Yes. When do we say that? Whenever we want to show the other person something. What are we <laughs> showing each other? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going places. I love, I love the little like squid pink aliens when they're playing their music, and it's like yes. And then also that kind of frogish yes. planet where they're like, let these words be free. Yeah. It's like music. Music is about freedom and expression. Like, and then they just blow the planet up. There's like, there's one every season. Yeah, <laughs> there's one every, there's one every season. season. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, this episode's uh, good, and also, like, uh, you know, the plot's not too complicated. Uh-uh. It's all pretty... You know, it's long. not. And then, Which, uh, that's saying something, because sometimes their plots can just get, like, one thing on top yes. of another, on top of another, on top of another. And so you're like, how did we get it here? It feels like they just built it around some of Justin Roiland's, like, dumb music they found. They were like, how do we build a plot out of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make it a game show to save the planet. And meanwhile, yeah. Rick, th- Beth, and Jerry... Are going to worship the heads. Are going to worship the heads, Yeah. I think I think they had they had thought of an episode touching on like an American Idol spoof, but they didn't know what. And then yeah, this song or I mean this um, episode was written around just those funny audio recordings that he'd done. Yeah. Well, I, I also like that that second storyline with like the Church of the Floating Head. Is that what they call <laughs> yes. it? Oh, like yeah. that whole second storyline and just like head- how yeah. like headism. How quickly everyone headism, is yeah. to like switch back and forth the flip-flop when it's what would happen if that would happen to our real world our world real now world. our real world now gosh our real world yeah that was kind of one of those things that was like funny in the context of the story but then if you like relate it to now that could be like a slap in the face <laughs> it would be anyways moving on episode six this has to be one of the best all time right here the Ricks must be this, crazy. I think this, this is... This one is great. I yeah. remember, Cusick, when you were trying to show me Rick and Morty, I think it was between this episode and... Yeah. Uh, I want to say Lawnmower Dog. Were the first two episodes you showed me, and you couldn't decide on the order to like show me them. <laughs> to hook well, me I, on I Rick know, and Morty. I know this episode was also one of the first I had ever seen... Um, much like Get Swifty, and this episode comes right after Get Swifty, and then, yeah, uh, I think I'd seen a couple episodes, or season one episodes, and I'd seen these two season two episodes, and I think around the time I finally watched all of the first two seasons, I was like, you gotta watch this one. Also, around this time, um, I don't want to say I'm not anymore, but at, at the time I was a huge Stephen Colbert fan, uh, loved the Colbert Report. Wait, so you're saying you're not a Stephen Colbert fan anymore? I'm implying that I am not as big, not near as big of a fan as I once was. Yes. Uh, still love you, Stephen. Still love that you're. He listened, so I'm glad you thought to apologize. Know, yeah, he's he's listener number eleven or whatever listener <laughs> we're at. Um, actually, he is the youngest of eleven of eleven children, so he should be the eleventh listener. Anyways. Um, Steve, Let's get the whole Colbert I, family as listeners. Yeah, well, you should get the whole Colbert family. Anyways, Stephen Colbert uh, voices one of the characters uh, in this episode. 
and I think they got him when he was in between the Colbert Report and uh, doing the late night that he does now. So he took, I think, almost a year off doing a show before the late night show started. Um, and uh, But this episode basically has uh, universes within universes within universes, uh, which is actually just Rick's car battery. <laughs> And Keep summer safe. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, it's just, it's so there's so many layers and it's so good. Yeah, I think I you, don't even know where to start. I just love this episode, but I don't know what, like how to start talking about it. Well, I think you get a kind of like a background into like Rick really, or you start to get you formulate the idea that Rick really thinks himself as like a god. <laughs> after this episode yeah. well, that's and true. that kind of just yeah. keeps on continuing and continuing and building like yeah we've known like rick doesn't give a fuck and is super you know nihilistic and shit but now he's like he also thinks he's like just a god he's like creating universes and like does not care about those people <laughs> at yeah. all yeah. uh so well, yeah he destroys he destroys the i think it's the teeny verse like yes. as soon as they get out of it he destroys an entire galaxy of living beings without a second thought so yeah, uh, like not only is does Rick think he's a god, but he also thinks he has the power to destroy an entire universe in the blink of an eye if yeah. he wants to, because it's inconvenient to him and his car battery working. <laughs> so, I do think uh, Stephen Colbert is one of the best like guest voice actors they've had on the show uh, in this episode, yeah, as uh, well as he, um they have in the is it the teeny verse where it's. Uh, Nathan, I can't think of his last name. Oh, uh, uh, Nathan. Um, what's, his, what's his last name? I know who you're talking from about. From Nathan for you? Yeah, yeah from Nathan for you. Is it Nathan you. Fielder? Uh, that sounds right. I don't remember what his last name is. But I know who you're talking about. And I do think that is him in the teeny verse that you only have like a couple brief scenes with him. Yeah, before and then he, he kills himself. Commits suicide. Yeah, he kills himself because he realizes Nathan Fielder. That he spent his. Na- oh, it is okay. William Sorry. Defoe. Uh, yeah, Willem. Willem Defoe. Willem. Not William. <laughs> is it Willem? Willem Defoe. I think it is Will- I, I, Willem. I was quoting Not- Jerry and at some Rick and Morty. I don't know what episode or season that is. But he's sitting at the dinner wow. table and they're like having a conversation. He just like pops his head up and he's like, William Defoe. <laughs> he's like, that's what I was thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of earlier. Yeah. I, I do think it's Willem, though, but maybe it is William. I don't know him well enough as a celebrity to know if it's one or the other. To know I, his name. Uh, yeah, to know his name. I, I think I've always just called him William, so I'm probably wrong. The thing is, William Defoe sounds right, but for some reason I think it's actually Willem, not Can we get Willem. Aaron Rodgers on the, on the fact check here? Can we get back yeah. to Rick and Morty season two? Well, actually, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, you guys actually should probably trade out Aaron Rodgers for Tom Brady. He's retiring. He's got the time to fact Who's check. Who's Tom Brady? Now. Wait, Tom Brady. What's he do with this podcast? I'm just saying, if you need a fact checker, he's unemployed. Oh, Cusick. Oh, you thought playing oh. football was the only thing he did for money. <laughs> <laughs> unemployed of course i don't think that anyways um, <laughs> of, course, of course i don't think that okay the ricks must be crazy amy, well no 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 amy caleb and i have had issues talking about have, this episode 
featuring Stephen Colbert, even though we love it so much. Oh. You need to articulate something yeah, that you Ames, love about this episode. Or a favorite favorite moment. I my favorite moment in this episode is when he when they land in the miniverse and Rick has like a slow ramp on his <laughs> <laughs> on his ship. Yes. He's like, they love the slow ramp more. He really gets their dicks hard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they get to the teeny verse on uh, Stephen Colbert, he goes too characters. fast. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, too he, fast. yeah. The ramp goes like really fast. He's like, <coughs> too fast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that that whole thing. And yeah. How flicking people off means peace among worlds. Peace among worlds. And uh, then yeah. when Rick goes into the tiny verse, or when he goes in the mini verse, like. He forgets that he told them the opposite of things. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, I, I can't remember his name, Stephen Colbert's character's name, but he also teaches them the opposite finger thing. So he's yeah. like... He's teaching them flipping. peace. Yes. He's teaching them yes. pe- the peace sign, and he said... It means I peace. Peace, them among, means yes. peace, peace among peace worlds. Among Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> and it, for us, it would mean peace sign. So they both had the same sense of humor. This is basically like the Rick of this world, essentially. Well, and they yeah. both came Stephen to the Colbert's same realization character. of the, this is just slavery with extra steps. Extra steps, Like, Morty yeah. makes them all come to realize that they're kind of the same person in all their universes. Yeah. They're all just essentially although, a small, uh, another Rick. Although, uh, when they're in the primitive teeny-verse world, uh, they do talk that they have different uh, vices, uh, Rick's is booze, and Stephen Colbert's is opiates. Yeah. So they they do different drugs that feed their creativity. But uh, but yeah, other than that, they're basically the same. Yeah, it's a good uh, so yeah. What it's it's a great one. It's it might even be a good starter episode if you've never watched Rick and Morty. I don't know. I think do I think would. It's a good I, starter would I could start a, that episode. Uh, I, I think feel like it's a it's a decent starting episode. There's just such like witty dialogue and yeah, just the levels of the different universes you go and i think the witty dialogue yeah and then yeah the keep summer safe storylines one of my favorites too <laughs> yeah summer. yeah because that one just gets like dark oh, and it violent gets so that dark gets, <laughs> that one gets fucked up oh my god summer gosh, yeah. is safe like when that the like police show up or whatever and like his yeah. kid that died like walks <laughs> yeah. out yeah and then melts oh yeah it gets oh. so dark it gets dark uh, what's what is the next episode though? Big the trouble news. in Little Sanchez. I'm oh, Tiny Rick, tiny check me out. This is the Tiny, tiny Rick, Rick episode. Yes. Great episode. Tiny Rick is great. This is oh, like a staple this, for me. Yeah. This also might be one of my favorite B story or um, yes, episodes, yes, which yes, is, same, uh, same. Um, uh, yeah, Jerry and Beth go to the interdimensional. Um, alien marriage therapist. counseling mm-hmm. or alien therapist marriage counseling uh, they're from the planet Earth and Earth <laughs> um, and yeah basically that B story what is it they like take DNA samples from them and they create, do a brain they like scan their mind mm-hmm. or a brain scan yeah for to one partner's these, view of the other yeah, it's like a monstrous version of how your partner views you. Um, anyways, their their beasts get loose in the <laughs> therapy beasts. and start killing everyone. Or I don't, I don't even know how to like 
word it. They're codependent. Yeah, they do like call them something. They're mythologues. Yeah, mythologues. uh, Mythologues. That's right. Mythologues. Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes. Um, I think both storylines, as you mentioned, Cusick, are just phenomenal. They're kind of equally weighted, too. Like, there's not really an A and B. That's true. You You really get about the same time with both stories. So you're right. It doesn't even really feel like an A and a B. It feels like two... A's. Yeah, and I feel like both of these could have led their own episode. Um, but oh, yeah, they decided to put them together. Sure. But yeah, Tiny Rick, check me out. <laughs> I'm dying in a vat in the garage. Yeah, all his songs are great. <laughs> uh huh. Let me out. Let, Let me, me out. out. This, this is, is not, not a dance. dance. This is not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm, I'm screaming for help. I'm screaming for help. Yeah, there's, there's just too. so many good yeah. moments and quotes from this one. Even the, the whole Morty uh, talking to Summer, like, get your shit together. Get all your shit Get it together. Oh, that's right. That's this episode. Yeah, yeah Summer ends up being kind of the main character that saves the day. In this <laughs> Summer's one. always the realistic one that's like, wait. Su- Summer, yeah. Summer and Elliot Smith save the day. Yeah. Um, Project, yeah. Is it Project Phoenix is not what he thought it was going to be at the end? I don't remember what he calls yeah, it. Yeah, and he hack, hack, hacks up a bunch of naked yeah. Ricks. Yeah. Different ages. I don't think I would start anyone on that episode, but... I don't know. I, I think know I would. I think you'd have to know Rick a little I, more, because he no, goes into I, this tiny Rick form, so you don't get a full look at the Rick Sanchez. Well, I feel like I feel like you need to know almost all the characters a little better before yeah. that one. Because, um, like, you know, sure, the Jerry and Beth episode can still be funny, but it is good. Like, like you were saying earlier, I think episode three or two is when they're dealing with like the monster or episode three dealing with the monster in the basement. And it's just an escalating argument to show how terrible their relationship is pretty much to this moment where they decide to go to therapy. Exactly. Exactly. Even though that episode, that story, that B storyline is kind of, it feels a little weak and it basically just all kind of climaxes at just the alien get the translator to like yell at them and it's kind of funny but that episode does help set up this episode so well and the characters that we're dealing with so you know payoff you know yeah payoff i'll take it i'll take it i'll i'll take it well next uh, up jerry gets yeah, sent to the hospital to an alien hospital, oh to gosh. the best doctor in the alien galaxy. Like, what a run of episodes right here. Too. Four to eight are just, they're all just yeah. top Rick and Morty yeah. episodes. I mean... Interdimensional Cable, I'm, it's hard, I, it's hard to say that I like it better than season one's Interdimensional Cable. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I just... But I, I, well, I will... I think the B story is stronger. Oh, the yeah, whole, like, that's what Jerry's, I was going to say. Jerry's, I love Jerry's the penis. Jerry... <laughs> The whole thing of... You love Jerry's penis? Is that what you're about no, to say? No, just like the t- twists and turns that that story takes. Like, at first, <laughs> yeah. Jerry doesn't want to, and then he wants to, and then he realizes he didn't want to. Like, just yes. keeps going back and forth. And then he thinks he can, like, expose the guy that he's trying to save, uh-huh. and then everyone, like, hates him. Yes. And then, <laughs> yeah, it totally backfires on Jerry. Yes. And he just flip-flops into where he's eventually holding... The, the hospital at hostage with a gun at gunpoint. But oh, it's yeah. not it ends with him getting shot. <laughs> but it's not a gun, yeah, it's a he dildo. Dies, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's man. a dildo that Beth was looking at earlier to replace his dick with. Yes. Of course you never call it uh, your dildo. Yeah. 
But um, some great moments from this episode are, of course, personal space. Yes, that's the best one. <laughs> we literally quoted that today. Yes, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, I record yes. it weekly for sure. Yeah. Stay uh, away band, from like my if, personal in space. In the band, I, yeah, yes. I feel like if, yes. If you, if you do van life with a person and you also have watched Rick and Morty, you're going to be quoting personal space <laughs> yep. at some <laughs> yeah. point. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are, what Jan are some Michael other Vincent great... is in this one. Jan Michael Vincent's. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, also honest, the they, fake they doors. Real, they do blur to me, but I know that the personal Michael, space one is in this one. And Michael and Pykel are this one. Michael and Pykel are this Michael one. Michael and Pykel. <laughs> are, is fake doors this no, one? No, that that's is the, the first one. one. That's the first Those one. Those are like the only two sketches I know which for sure are in each episode because they're some of my favorites. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah just so yeah. many good things here <laughs> it's so <laughs> ridiculous oh this is the how did she get there oh the, how oh, did yeah. she get there it's like uh i don't know it's like wait isn't that the lady that was just standing by the coffee machine and they're just like family don't go near the coffee machine yeah yeah it's uh it's hard uh, to talk about good. these episodes they're just so beautifully random <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're ridiculous they are and i just yeah i love them no limits. Like, no, there's no, yeah, box. There's no, there's limits. no box. There's nothing. There's no idea that doesn't fit here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the way you worded that. Well, next episode, episode nine, is the look who's purging now. Weak. I'm just kidding. I don't want to shit on this episode. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, it's one of my but least this, favorite, this one, like, in the whole well, this, show. It's one of my least favorite. I mean, I think it's fun the first time you watch it. Yeah. But it doesn't. This is the, this is the main episode when I rewatch season two that I just like didn't even feel like I needed to rewatch it. Like I, it's pretty simple. I mean, I feel like the last half of the episode is all just violence. I don't even it's remember. Like, uh, I don't. I don't even remember the B story. What what is the B story? I don't know if there is one. Uh, it says, meanwhile, like Jerry and Summer work on their father daughter bond. Oh, that's right, because Summer sends them the power suits but doesn't take them out of the garage, and they shoot through the ceiling, and she's like, oh, Rick did tell me to take them outside. But, yeah, I think it's just, it's ba- rather than Beth and Jerry arguing, it's like Summer and Jerry <laughs> arguing. Yeah, it's like Summer on the couch when, when Jerry's like, what you doing, going into the kitchen? Isn't it that episode? Yeah, I think so. Well, she says that to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not bad. But, but they just, like, start arguing the whole time. I don't remember how it ep- ends. Yeah. The part, I think the funniest part of this episode, though, is where um, Rick is using that guy's light tower or lighthouse during the purge <laughs> to get their power suits. Yeah. But uh, Morty has to sit through his story, and this guy's written like a screenplay. <laughs> yes. And I assume this I assume this bit was written by Dan Harmon, who's like been the head writer for um, Rick and Morty and Community and I think a handful of other shows. Um. And uh, he's great. He's a great writer. But I have a feeling he's dealt with a lot of, like, young writers or first-time writers that, like, are really attached to something that they wrote, but he doesn't like. And he just got to take out his frustrations through this scene um, where Morty just shits over this... Well, first, he's he's relatively polite. He's like, yeah, it's an all right screen. He's play. relatively polite through the whole process until the guy's like, well, get yeah. out. He just, like, takes it really well, asked, way too he, personally. He asked, he asked him to give him notes, and the first critique... Yeah, and, like, real be honest. That Mort- yeah, the first real honest critique that Morty gives 
is I don't like how you started it with a flashback because yeah. the guy I think starts with a three, a three weeks week earlier, early yeah. three weeks earlier flashback. He's like he's like just start the story where it begins, you know. And then he's like, okay, get out, get out. Yeah, that and was yeah, it. he won't listen to it. And then he just pushes him <laughs> down the stairs, and he ends up getting. He starts to like purging. Yes. Morty likes purging. But and initially, then, he was very anti-purge. Yeah. Then he goes crazy, and they like kill everyone. And then they realize that Morty was fed one of those chocolate bars that increases mm. your purgeness or whatever. <laughs> but at the last, in the last scene or close to the last scene, they say now purge and all free. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Morty, Morty just wanted to purge. Oh, that's right. He did. I forgot about that little twist. That's a good one. Well, then it brings us to the season finale. Of season two. Oh, yeah. The bird person. Oh, bird person. Tammy. This is where Tammy Tammy. comes in, that girl. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that son of a bitch, but. I am not staring at you. I am taking a photograph. Hey, was that a shot at us, Q? That's the that's the no. tattoo we need as wedding photographers. I am not staring <laughs> at you. I am taking a photograph. Am, yes. <laughs> the, we need to have it on like our forearm yeah. underneath where we hold the camera up at someone. Yes, just the words. Yes. <laughs> Bird person's wedding photographer. <laughs> will be the <laughs> the quote. <laughs> the quote. Yeah, who quoted? Bird person's wedding photographer. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, does this episode have any correlation to the red wedding? <clears throat> Was there any inspo from that? Uh, p- possibly. I'm pretty sure. Well, let's see. Season yeah, season three of Game of Thrones probably would have been before season two of Rick and Morty. So it's very possible that this was Red Wedding inspired. But not everybody dies. I mean, Rick and the family get away and they find three planets to choose from. Squanchy doesn't die. Squanch. Uh, Squanch. Who wants a taste of my squanch? Um, but it is sad to see Bird Person get I shot. Mean, he even though, die, at, well, yeah, at the end you see him become Phoenix Person. <laughs> well, I like how Rick didn't um, even want to go to the wedding in the first place. Oh, that's true. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The big, the intro before the um, opening title even plays. He accidentally sends Jerry to the <laughs> <Yeah>. wedding <laughs> Cause, from Bird cause he's, invite. Because, because, uh, what does he say? He's like, "What would you know about friendship, Jerry?" And it's like shipping Jerry because yeah. he says friendship. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, he's like, "Great, now we have to go to the wedding." But oh, this is uh, Beth's first time meeting Rick's friends and kind of getting, you know, before this point, I don't think. Beth or Jerry, well, technically Jerry went to the Jerry daycare and he went to Pluto in season one. Jerry's the first just, time you and see he was caught in that simulation in an alien spaceship, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> he doesn't true. know what's but this going is the on. First, essentially, this is the first time Beth gets to meet Rick's life outside of um, his basic life on Earth, right? Because she's really nervous at the wedding. She's like, I'm finally meeting my dad's friends. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. But I love the three planets that they go to. There's obviously the tiny planet that they end up at. 
There's the planet with the screaming sun. <laughs> uh, and the planet just, where everything is on a cob. Everything is on a cob, <laughs> which is, of course, out of the question Just to stay there. I mean, it's a good, like, season ender. Like, you know, it leaves you wanting more a little bit. You're like, what's going to happen to it them? Does. It does. Well, isn't this... Is this the episode where... I'm trying to think how it ends. Like, doesn't Rick end up well, it, turning it, it just ends. In? Yeah, he turns himself yeah. in, like, and he's, like, in that maximum defeated. prison. Yeah. Because yeah, the family he, ends up getting back together and then kind of, like, not wanting to be around mm-hmm. Rick because Rick has mm-hmm. just brought them, like, danger. And uh, Rick still finds them, and they think he's going to, like, kill them. And he just ends so up leaves. giving up and turning himself yeah. in. Yeah. It ends pretty yeah. sadly for Rick. Poor Rick. It does. I know it finally ends with some emotion and you're kind of like wanting to know what happens. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And Earth has completely taken over the Galactic Federation. Although Jerry gets a job. He's been unemployed uh, throughout most of the season. And he gets a job through the Federation at the end of season two, which he's happy about. Um, But it ends at the beginning of season three. Um, Spoiler. Um, What else... I'm trying to think of other like big oh i do like when he calls to turn himself in as jerry smith he's like anything else he's like yeah one more thing i'm jerry smith and i love licking sweaty balls <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're like uh okay <laughs> okay okay yeah that's a good that's a good season ender but yeah it's nice to see also rick sacrifice himself get yeah. little nine inch nails at the end playing yeah uh, it's a good wrap on a really really good season mm-hmm. i mean that season it now is. that we like to have just sat and talked about it, i feel like it has a little bit of everything yes it has and like then some deep episodes it has just like casually funny episodes it has just the stupid re- stupid <laughs> random episodes mm-hmm yeah, and as you said, Caleb, I think like episodes four through eight are like some of the most golden episodes in all of Rick and Morty. Yeah, probably. I mean, I want to go like, watch those four episodes like right I now. Know, I, do too. <laughs> like, I do too. They're so funny. A little mini marathon. That's what talking about season two of Rick and Morty has done. It makes me want to go rewatch season two now. This again. is gonna be forever till we do season three now. <laughs> yeah, because I want to go. Re- I want to reback be. and well, go reback. Reback. I want to redo on re-back. season two after I watch it again. Well, uh, we should talk about season three. I actually am watching season five for the first time right now, and I think I've got one or two more episodes left. Well, cool. We'll, we'll get to season five when we get to season five. I think yeah, this is a wrap on season two, though. Um, <laughs> this is true. I give but season, season two three. Season three, though, I will say... <laughs> uh, season two gets a 10 out of 10. Season three, though, I do think has my favorite episode. The... Uh, the Council of Ricks episode from season three. Save it for your blog. I, I will save it for my blog, <laughs> but uh, I don't actually have a blog. But um, thank you for joining us, listeners. Ramble today about Rick and Morty season two. If you haven't watched Rick and Morty season two, do yourself a favor and watch it. If you have watched it and you enjoyed listening to us ramble about it, thanks. Ramble. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, tune in next time when we maybe talk about Rick and Morty Season 3 or something completely different. 
And, and that's it. And that's it. All right. We'll we love you. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace among Peace. worlds. Peace. Much obliged. <laughs>